language. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, review, and regrettably creates murder bots for every movie, show, and one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> I'm Tony Camarena. <laughs> I'm Alicia Thayer. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And today we are talking about Avengers 2 Age of Ultron. This is part one of the movie. <laughs> Not Avengers 2. Don't do that. I was like, yeah, it never says Avengers 2. <laughs> I mean, we That's all know fair. it is, but... <laughs> That's fair. It's probably for the best. I almost said Avengers 2 Electric Boogaloo. Every time there's a 2, I want to say Electric exactly. Boogaloo. Which is My, the official uh... subtitle of Iron Man 2. That's why they don't ever mention it. <laughs> <laughs> My husband calls anything that's 2 Return of Jafar, so I oh, totally yeah. understand this. Which is strange because it's not called Aladdin 2 Return of Jafar, it's just called The Return of Jafar. Right. So, <laughs> But it's the second one, so... Your husband's wrong. <laughs> I know. I would love if Jafar showed up in this, though. That would be hilarious. Who's the voice of Jafar? Um, Jeremy... No, that's Scar. I was going to say Jeremy Irons. Um, I don't know. Uh, you ever see the? Uh, no, we're not going tangent right away. Ow, <laughs> IMDb is. Alicia, no, no, it's me. <laughs> Alicia, no. Right. It's not even an IMDb. Damn it! It's a summary I had to write. Alicia Thayer, it go. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Avengers find the Hydra base where Strucker has been hiding Loki's scepter, battling to retrieve it. They, f- uh, uh, they find that Strucker has been working on more than just alien technology. When two enhanced enter the fight. Retrieving the scepter, Bruce and Tony find something that amazes them about it and begin work on a project that had seemed like a pipe dream, Ultron. The problem is that the Ultron that awakens is nothing like what they intended. Dun, 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 dun. dun. <laughs> that was pathetic. <laughs> I'm sorry, I never Al, do Al the dun, 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 dun. Al doesn't have the practice. That we I have. know. <laughs> uh all right so uh let's start off because it's been a while since we've done a movie um let's see what we thought of it like i don't know if we want to go back for when we originally watched or if we're just re-watching it because i think everybody's seen it at least once yeah or dozens sometimes mm-hmm. yeah all right well uh, tony what do you think uh this well originally i was disappointed with the movie because you know coming off of the first avengers movie mm-hmm. not the first avenger i already got make the clarification the original <laughs> avengers um, the one from 1998 yeah yeah well that compared to that this is a masterpiece <laughs> yeah that's accurate compared to 2012's avengers aka avengers assemble in the uk mm-hmm. um i was disappointed but the more i watch this movie the more i like it Mm-hmm. Um, just because I think the subsequent movies of like Civil War and Infinity War and whatever wars that come out in the future, um, mm-hmm. really expand on the ideas that are introduced here. Uh, I do have major problems with this movie, so I wouldn't even put this in like my top ten of oh, Marvel. Wow. Yeah, which I know we'll probably discuss in a couple weeks' time. Yep, but because um, we gotta rank it. Yeah. Uh, Joss Wheaton, his direction, usually I love it, and there was just something, I think, off. He just was not the same person directing this as he is with Buffy or the first Avengers movie. Um, but we'll talk about that as we go along. Okay. Tony, or not Tony, Al, sorry. My brain <laughs> so the, fir- the first Avenger movie, well, actually, <laughs> the, the original Avengers. I got no, it. no, just... <laughs> <laughs> Um. No, I, okay, so similar to Tony, um, for, okay, so first time I watched it, of course I liked it, right, you know, first time you you get all this razzle-dazzle thrown at you, it's great, mm-hmm. um, but the, my biggest issue when I first saw this movie was that it felt like a waste because essentially the, the big bad, the entire reason they're avenging is because they created the problem, like this is the team, they did it. And now they have to clean up their own mess, which always feels like like a like a loss, right? Like you right. you had a chance to do something great. Um, although over time, like rewatching it, especially rewatching it this time, uh, just to you know be able to talk about it and take some some notes and everything, um, mm-hmm. I think they actually explain that away, and it's not really hidden. It's just kind of like like it actually made a bit more sense to me, and so I'm good with it. Like that, like this most recent rewatch has made me like the movie more. Um, mm-hmm. 
than than I did. Um, I probably have some of the dislikes that Tony has, but I probably not all of them. Maybe there's there's some of that. So I guess we'll see, since I've never talked to either of you about this movie before. Mm-hmm. But overall, I mean, I enjoy it. It's uh, it's still an Avengers movie, yeah, which like, yeah. puts it pretty high up there in my mind. Yeah, well, I'll, I, I had... still rather watch this than most other movies. Sorry, yeah. but you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Uh, I uh, going into this movie, I was really skeptical when I originally saw it because I knew about Ultron from the comics, and I knew that it wasn't how they weren't they weren't being true to the comics on who was building him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was really, really kind of skeptical about that because I, I was like, well, how are you guys going to play that? Because what's going on with that? We don't even have the character. Like, I think Ant-Man had been announced at this point. Yeah, we may have had but a I was, trailer. Yeah, but I was like, there's no way you're putting him in there to to do that. Um, so it was, I was really skeptical going in, but I really did enjoy the movie, the first launch and rewatching it, uh, recently, I, I realized a little bit more about it and then I'm, was thoroughly enjoying it. And I, I, again, I don't know that it's my favorite movie for the Marvel series, but I wouldn't put it below some other ones. <laughs> yeah. So. I think my major problem with it is the last maybe two or three years of Marvel movies have just been so strong, it blows this one out of the water. See, I think I like this one more than I like Civil War. Now, to be fair, I've like watched Civil War like once, and maybe rewatching okay. it will change my mind on it, because I had yeah. a lot of plot hole issues for that movie. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'll let Don't you know worry. when I get there again. I, br- I brought the spackle to fill those potholes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, all right. Um, so shall we jump in? Yes, with the Avengers avenging. Well, I don't know who. who uh, what? <laughs> 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 all right. Uh, well, uh, we start the whole movie with, um, basically, kind of what we saw through the last agents of shield we did where Rena got a vision of where loki's scepter is mm-hmm. and we get right into basically the avengers attacking the hydra base where sure as shit the uh scepter is yep and uh yeah tony uh randomly has a suit again which really threw me off for like a year until they explained it in civil war why he has a suit they mildly explain it. I mean, they don't go right out and s- explain it uh, with uh, this one, but they're they explain a little bit later, uh, not later, but you notice something's wrong when they're back at the tower and having a party. Oh yeah, yeah, it's uh yeah. I mean, they go into it a little bit in Civil War, and then it's part of uh, Tony's like addictive personality. He's not mm-hmm. so much. They don't put like a big sign on it like how he was an alcoholic in the comics even though in iron man 2 he was a they had a little bit of it just a little bit (laughs) (laughs) but they um it's still a disney movie they can't go full alcoholic tony but oh they could they just wouldn't go well (laughs) yeah uh they uh so yeah he's back building suits because he just can't stop after iron man 3 apparently he's scared he he knows that after new york he knows that they're potentially at risk Oh, yeah. I mean, this is one of the things I do like about this movie is they get Tony right. His fear from Iron Man, from Avengers 1 through Iron Man 3, continuing all the way to Infinity War and probably beyond. Like his, yeah, they get Tony's characteristics right. But, um, yeah. I agree. (laughs) His and Hawkeye's. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I love Hawkeye Um, in this movie. Uh, let's, uh, talk about a big problem I have, which is the joke we already made about at the beginning of this. <laughs> um, the very Tony, first line of the movie? Yep. Tony says shit, and the Cap says language. Language? He was in the <laughs> army. He is not phased by cursing. To Even... be fair, <laughs> no. he, he only went through boot camp, really, before he was tossed into the performing. Yes, but you're telling me the Howling Commandos and that montage had 
clean never oh god once. no we, we know they didn't <laughs> <laughs> exactly and he was with them for what two years or something crazy at, for least, a while, yeah. at least yeah yeah, yeah. So I don't, yeah, I agree with you. I don't know why he would do that, except I think they're trying to instill the the uh, Captain America-ness of him, where he's upstanding, doesn't do anything wrong sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And that that's one of the things I think Whedon gets wrong about him, because he shouldn't be that shiny and new, especially after a Winter Soldier. He's oh, yeah, had yeah. a little more sense of nowadays. But it makes yeah, for a we... great joke through the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah. <It's... laughs> It definitely does. Um, uh, I I don't know. I I gotta say, I think there's part of that, like, later in the movie, um, we'll talk about this a little bit more next week, but uh, later in the movie, he he does seem a bit less trusting of things, especially after Civil War. Mm -hmm. Like, he's definitely not, not all in for... Yeah, well, no, he, he definitely, when somebody says something about Tony, about how you really think he he his fear would stop him sort of thing and he yeah. goes oh shit you're right yeah yeah i mean my problem with this moment just as a moment is marvel's all about characters and how their characters will react to different things and this is, does not fit with captain america's character it's no just no i agree this captain america's <laughs> stereotype oh yeah definitely yeah, yeah. But funny, funny joke for the rest of the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> so. I mean, it got what we didn't want. Who wanted us to laugh? And we laughed. Yep, that's accurate. I, I think when I study it. <laughs> Especially I even when Tony's like, is anybody going to deal with the fact that Cap said language? <laughs> like, Tony's oh, not willing to let anyway. this drop. <laughs> He's like, oh. No, I, somebody else says it later, their language, and he goes, oh, that's not going away anytime soon. Yeah. Which means he's said things like this before. Well, yeah, they picked I mean, on him about it. I'm sure. I mean, you know, you say something in front of Tony is not going away ever, oh, no. no matter what it is. <laughs> I I do I prefer the edit though in the trailer. In the trailer, um, Cap says it just slipped out when he throws a motorcycle at the guys. Right. Like, that'd be. <laughs> I like that more. Right. I'm a little disappointed that he threw that motorcycle. By the way, because. Oh, motorcycle. Oh, Those things are not cheap. Yeah. Also, this is the... I want to say the only time we have a big-scale battle where they're not fighting aliens or robots. They're actually fighting people. And it yeah, makes they, me... Well, people with some pretty high-tech because oh, those yeah. Hydra agents are flying around. Again, they're barely people because they're Nazis. Right. Is <laughs> it, I mean, it puts a little different flavor when you see... I uh, Not Iron Man. When you see Thor... Holding a, a giant metal rod and whacking them, you're like, you're. Can you're we not can we people. talk about that for a minute? Because that, yeah, that was very uh, very campy. That was the worst <laughs> CG CGI ever in the movie. It definitely was, but so okay. So I I actually really wanted to talk about cartoons. this. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it looked pretty bad as far as the CG goes, but. Um, when I was watching like Thor Ragnarok, I I remember like I have some uh some questions. We'll talk about that in a few years whenever we get to that movie. But oh, one of the things it felt like was that like the level of Thor's power just kind of changes depending on how they feel like how powerful he should actually be, or at least mm-hmm. every movie it like gets exponentially it higher. That's what it, exactly. It feels like he's getting you know stronger every time, but. Seeing that him like just pick up this ten foot long giant metal rod, reminding like okay, <laughs> I I guess they actually did kind of like say these things ahead of time, and like it it, it does fit I guess a little bit better. Um, it it does help me trust the Ragnarok movie a bit more as far as his power level goes. Yeah, it that shot reminds me of uh, Thor: The Dark World when um. I forget the guy's name, but uh, Malekith's like lackey guy who gets all superpowered holds up that giant boulder, and he's like a little tiny guy holding up a giant boulder and throws it at Thor, and that looked cartoony because it looked like there was no weight to the boulder. I feel like there's <laughs> no weight to that metal because <laughs> Thor's moving way too fast. <laughs> we never see him at <laughs> super speed. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like I and, and it's definitely one of those things. Like it's, 
we never see him do things like this. It's always him hitting something with a hammer, and that's mm -hmm. pretty much the extent of his combat. Uh, sometimes yeah. he'll yeah. punch. That's yeah. or or shock people. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. but yeah, because yeah. he is the god of sparkles. So let's mm -hmm. not forget. <laughs> <laughs> but but when the Hulk hits something and it goes, you know, flying twenty feet. It, it like it feels like it makes sense because we see this giant thing just hitting something, mm -hmm. and when we because see Thor do that, the, uh, we've had the evidence for that since the beginning of the the beginning of the movies, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah, and it's the exact same thing. Like, like we haven't really had that same kind of feeling, or at least we don't get it until Ragnarok. Um, I mean, we even see like some extents of Captain America's super strength, right? Like, mm -hmm. we see, mm -hmm. like, what was it? In for the first Avenger, there was a scene where he kicked someone who went flying through a door 20 feet. Right. Right? Like yeah, a metal or, or, frame door. Yeah. yeah. The guy yeah, off the boat, um, that first scene, and the, um, when they're infiltrating the aircraft carrier. For mm -hmm. a Winter Soldier? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like, it's, it's one of those things that we get small tastes of, and it kind of sets mm -hmm. it up, so it... it I mean, you know, it keeps going. It's canon at that point, but it just mm -hmm. feels so weird whenever we see it because it's so infrequent. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, in my head, I know Thor is that strong because he fought uh, uh, Hulk to a standstill on in the Avengers, like when mm -hmm. before he got his hammer and did that awesome smack across the face. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which is cool. All right. Uh, do we want to go into the fortress? <laughs> uh, let me see. Yeah. Uh, before, we, before we do that, I actually had something, um, and actually just kind of talking about the fortress itself, like before getting yeah. inside of it and all that stuff. Um, so Iron Man was there and, you know, he like ran into this force field and then he scans it, right? Like, cause that was the first opening scene. Right. That's basically when mm -hmm. he said shit. And so... Um, did the Avengers do no reconnaissance? Did they just get a little bit of info from Coulson or Maria yeah, Hill in this they, case? They got a call from over. Hill and just let's go. Yep. <laughs> and to be fair, they they mentioned the fact that this base was higher tech than any Hydra base they faced. So if he hasn't come across this before, he may not have thought they would have it. So. Yeah. Yeah, they probably just bunker busted right into whatever they're going. Probably took about ten minutes to get everyone and leave. Mm -hmm. But okay, I, it makes sense. It just feels weird when let's see, you've got Cap, Black Widow, Hawkeye, all three of them, and probably even Maria Hill because I'm assuming that she's a part of this. Like they're all. Why don't any of them say, okay, let's at least spend an hour just kind of looking into it? get a lay of the land it really feels like they just kind of said oh it's over here on a map let's land over here a mile away and and, then that's it. and then they went for it yeah <laughs> yeah i think it's uh it shows their cockiness they've been doing this for a little while probably since well probably a year. actually so that was another thing i wanted to talk about <laughs> um just okay. interrupting you right there um okay. so th the benefit the good thing right here is like that I really liked about the beginning is that this is a team. This is the Avengers mm -hmm. team working together. Um, and that's how we get that really cool shot of like all of them jumping, even though jumping it through the air for all of them. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, it doesn't, but... it doesn't, but it's great. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> was, Action pose. <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone who can get killed by bullets is getting shot from all sides because everybody is surrounding them instead of in just like, one little area. Right. But anyway, <laughs> Uh, but it, uh, there, there was a line in there at some point about like, what was it? Uh, two years or it, they made it sound like they've all been working together on a regular basis, uh, doing this, trying to find the scepter. Mm -hmm, yeah. For, for a while. And, and so I feel like that I was going somewhere with this. What, what did you say, Tony? What kicked me off? What was the, <laughs> Oh, you expect uh, him to remember? Uh, yeah. I, I honestly don't. <laughs> <laughs> ah, great. We go back eh, oh to the well. tape. <laughs> anyway, hey, this is a team. This is pretty cool. Oh yeah, yeah. now I remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, basically, like my my 
complaint was we don't really get that backstory. Like they say they've been working together for like, mm-hmm. I want to say it feels like two years. Like, I feel like they said two years. That's why in my mind, it's that number. But I know I, I they can't... did say they'd been looking for the scepter for two or Thor, at least had been looking for it for two years. Yeah, Thor. Hmm. That doesn't make sense. Just because uh, Winter Soldier, the Fall of Shield happened in 2014, and this is 2015. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it has been two years since the Avengers movie, right? Is that it's what been happened? Three years since the Avengers movie. Oh well, never mind. Hi- I'm out of Hydra. Ideas. Hydra has the scepter because um, it used to be Shield. Shield took the scepter mm-hmm. after the battle. But Shield only fell a year ago, so yeah. yeah well, they could have taken it. A... No, they could have taken the scepter yeah, more than but, a year ago. Right, but Thor entrusted it to Shield, or you assume yeah, he did, yeah, otherwise yeah. he'd been looking for it for three years. Yeah, or and Thor came back two years ago. But if he came back and was looking for it instantly, he could have just got, called up Cap and Nick Fury, and they could have handed it to him. Right. So, or. You know, maybe not handed it to him, but at least he would. But they would have figured out the uh, Hydra infiltration way sooner. (laughs) I just want that. That would be a very different movie if, in the middle of the Hydra Hydra infiltration, Thor just walks up looking for the scepter. (laughs) Right. Oh my god, that would be hilarious. Excuse me, I need this thing. Uh, Seems like you're in the middle of something. (laughs) Should should I come back later? Is that that a good idea? I'll just um. Go back to England and hang out with Jane. Oh, she dumped me? Well, crap. <laughs> oh, not yet. I guess, not I'll, go... <laughs> uh, I guess I'll go back yeah. to Asgard? Oh, wait, I can't. My buddy isn't uh, there anymore. He left for treason. Actually, he is there because he gets teleported at the end of the movie. Because we don't know what the hell happens with Heimdall. It makes, that makes no sense. <laughs> right? Yeah. All right. That one's bad. <laughs> <sighs> We've got two right, we done right out before we get the end. <laughs> right? About this, I mean, we'll find more. So I was like, well, I was going to say, we'll, we'll we'll find more. Like we haven't even really gotten into the whole big fight yet. Like we got the action pose, but we didn't talk about how uh, Strucker, who's in the base, uh, <laughs> apparently does not give a crap about casualties. No, which no, uh, he's Hydra, right? Yeah, which again, not surprising. Um, but uh, my question is: Did the... we see still? Did we see Strucker in one of the movies beforehand? Yes, he was in the post-credit scene of Winter Soldier when they show, ah. um, you know, they show the twins and stuff real quick too. Okay, so but we really haven't seen him in the movies besides that. He's, We've seen him through Agents of Shield. Shield. They talk about him yeah. a lot in Shield. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we finally get to see him in this, um, yep. and but his lack of care about casualties is what prompts. Tony descended in the uh, Iron Legion. Oh yes, which <laughs> have they like? I'm I'm not a little curious. Like, what is the big hub to do about the Avengers and why are people so ticked off? I think it's enough the, to um, throw acid. I think it's even though they're not technically American government. I mean, they're led by Captain America. I think they see it as American intervention in okay. where they live. Okay, but so, where are they for this fight? Sokovia. Oh, that's right. They're so, in Sokovia. Oh, yeah, so that makes is, a little more sense. Well, no, this makes less sense to me. Um, the only reason I say that is because this is the first time that we know of that they've been in Sokovia, at least the Avengers specifically, right? Uh-huh. And it kind, they kind of make it sound like this is the first time they're, they're there. Um, I have an But at some point... When... Oh, okay. Well, all right, then go for it. Um... We know because of what happens with the twins and how they explain what happened to them mm-hmm. that they have been bombed before and they've been bombed with Stark's stuff. Now, Stark may not have been the one to do it, but the hate that comes that they have for Stark because of that and because they seem to be well integrated into the community, that could have spurned them that way too. And everybody knows that Tony Stark is an Avenger, is Iron Man. Mm-hmm. it's possible that they're blaming that all of that on tony stark and because tony stark works with the avengers they're blaming them too yeah okay so they're disliking them by association that makes way yeah. more yes. sense and, okay. and you guys think it, this is also the world where the bond the weapon manufacturers are celebrities everybody knows who justin hammer and tony stark are which is a really weird world <laughs> <laughs> right huh. 
Well, actually, I'm I'm curious. So, like, let's say back in the '60s, '70s, or something around that time, uh, mm-hmm. '40s maybe. Did people know who the like CEOs were of giant tech companies? You know, like like today we have Lockheed Martin, yeah. Northrop Grumman, companies like that. Mm-hmm. Did did they like when those companies were around during that time? Were they known? I'm. Sh- I mean, World War Two. I'm sure they knew who manufactured their tanks and all that stuff because it was in the zeitgeist at the time. <laughs> but if you, I'm wondering if you asked someone in 1935, six years before we got into the war, I'm not sure anyone would know any of that stuff. I mean, I don't know. Okay. Hang on, I'm looking up sure. something that might be. <laughs> so the, I mean, the only reason I I say that is because you know, like nowadays, it's common to know some of the like ceos who are really outspoken you know like mm-hmm. t- um you know elon musk just doesn't shut up on twitter um yeah, richard true. granson yeah. loves going into space i think that's the only reason yeah, why that's I know his him. thing yeah okay <laughs> um yeah. yeah i mean if the head of our defense uh companies our weapons manufacturers were as flamboyant as tony stark and justin hammer maybe we would know them I'm gonna go with no. The people for that weren't create weren't really known, by the way, because I looked up okay. the atomic bomb bomb creator. Um, oh, <laughs> because that would be the big thing that anybody would get really mad about because yeah, that bomb wiped out at least oh. two cities. Oh, you're talking about well, that's different. The atomic bomb was a secret project. Um, people wouldn't know that, but do they know who manufactured the bullets or the tanks and stuff like that? That's different. <laughs> because, yeah, people wouldn't... If people knew about the Manhattan Project, they failed the Manhattan Project because it's supposed to be a secret. <laughs> <laughs> there have been multiple TV shows about this. I'm going to go with no. Because okay, I looked up who manufactures that stuff. And I can find a company? Maybe? Mm-hmm. All right. No, I mean, I I assume they're probably not that well known, but yeah. Okay. All right, makes sense. All right, but yeah, the 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 big thing that like kind of messed with me is you know when the Iron Legion first show up and they're in Sokovia and they're getting you know booed by all the people was in the background we saw like some paintings of like an Iron Man suit with like a X Graffiti around over it. The or it was... yeah, yeah, exactly. So like. Like, this has been, like, a normal thing that the people there are very against. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wondered if part of that was, you know, Hydra just getting to the people. They're like, hey, mm. the Avengers bad, etc., etc. That could be part of it, but Alicia might be right. I mean, they use Stark weapons when Stark weapons is a big deal. And mm-hmm. now Stark is seen in probably 90% of the world as the savior of mankind after right. Avengers. After the, after probably, the Avengers, yeah. Yeah, they're probably pretty resentful of that. Yeah, he did privatize world peace. Yeah. Not very effectively, <laughs> because right. they're still fighting on Earth. <laughs> right. But my question is, where did that person get the acid so quickly to toss on the Iron Legion? You have it ready. If you're, if you're the type of person who's going to use acid on something or someone, you just have it on you at all times in case the opportunity presents itself. That's dangerous as hell. That's... You ever play a rogue? You keep the acid on you. Accurate, but that's a video game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they don't cause shit to break in your, in, your, in your pocket. Yeah, that's true. Alright, so um, let's move forward. Within mm-hmm. the base with Strucker, we uh, we kind of get a little bit of an introduction of the twins. We just kind of see them off standing to the side. Um, and we don't really, really get to see them at work until they decide that they're going to attack while uh, Strucker says he's going to surrender. <laughs> yeah. He says it to <laughs> List also, who's been a big part of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, was that List? I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was list who's there just for Strucker to talk to and for them to say, "Hey, we still connect the shield." Right. <laughs> Thanks, no other guys. reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, but during because the twins decided to come out and play, we get to see uh, Pietro. Yeah, 
Oh, Pietro. And... Yeah. Oh, um, Pietro. Uh, and we yeah. get to see him screwing around with Hawkeye. <laughs> you didn't see that coming. Didn't oh. see that coming. <laughs> so hilarious. But in the process of that, Hawkeye gets shot. Uh, and Natasha goes to his aid to get shot at. Before she goes, will somebody take care of that bunker? And the Hulk goes yep. and smashes and busts the, the bunker. <laughs> he, he he totally does do a bunker bust. And she goes, thank you. <laughs> yeah. uh, something that uh, creeps me out a little bit about the twins. I mean, mm-hmm. as no, it's not the movie's fault. It's not the director's fault. It's just because a few months before this, the same two actors played husband and wife in the Godzilla movie. And it was always a little creepy to me. <laughs> I didn't see that. Oh, <laughs> or if I, I did, I didn't pay enough attention. I yeah, saw the um, movie. I, I didn't know that they were both in it. Yeah, um the wow. main I mean the main human character is uh the guy who plays Pietro, um oh. the son of um Brian, Brian Cranston. Thank you. Oh. Yeah. Brian Cranston. And then his wife who's in the hospital the whole time is Elizabeth Olsen. Olsen. I'm gonna go. Look. Oh, good to know. I didn't really care for the movie, so I only watched it like the one time, and I all I knew like was Brian Cranston and Godzilla were in it. <laughs> I, I've watched the last half hour multiple times. The rest of the movie, I can take a look. <laughs> the last yeah, half yeah. hour is great. <laughs> the guy named the guy whose character's name is uh, Ford Brody. Sure, I I don't remember, but um, who's the actor's no, name? Pietro. Pietro. Shit, yeah. Sherlock. <laughs> in my mind he's always going to be that because i have no idea oh, what else I've ever sure seen it. shit so it is <laughs> yep. yep language yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay yep he is he literally did they did play husband and wife mm-hmm. yep and then a few months later they're brother and sister so yeah not the movie's fault it's just like well it's also the <laughs> comics that was a thing yeah we don't talk about that either when we get to our next film i'm not going to talk about how the blob ate wasp but that happened in the comics too yeah yeah in the ultimate universe the blob ate wasp what's the blob from x-men he's an x-men villain oh yeah yeah is our next movie ant-man yeah yep i mean after a while we've got you know bunch of shield and daredevil and jessica jones and is luke cage in there i think i know i think luke cage wow i gotta look at the schedule i was like i'm gonna go look (laughs) or maybe no maybe it might be season two of jessica jones because we discussed the schedule but this was a few days ago and i have a memory of a goldfish goldfish (laughs) Uh, so i want to see a thor and captain america movie because they seem to be best friends oh yeah there's ant-man next (laughs) Yeah. Right. Um, they work so well together. Yeah, and then they're always joking with each other. Like we see, I mean, in uh, Infinity War, they joke about uh, Cap copying Thor's beard. Right. And uh, Cap in this movie and in Infinity War or in Avengers, he makes fun of Thor. Like you getting sleepy. So I think I think they're best friends. And I just want to see a movie of just Thor and Captain America all the time. OP, that would be fun. <laughs> Instead, we got well, the Thor and Hulk movie. Which is fine. I didn't yeah. dislike that movie. Oh, it's no, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> but it also, it makes a lot of sense that, you know, they're both really good friends, right? I mean, they're both the two oldest people in right, the Avengers. Yeah. Yes, They're both did. named Chris. Um, and other reasons too, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, well, they're both. Out- I mean, more more seriously, they're both outsiders to this culture, and they both have and- a high morality thing. Yeah, <laughs> high morality, low mortality. Yeah, uh, I don't think so on Thor's end. I think he's more low- pe- more prone to killing somebody than Captain America is. Oh, I was saying, I was saying they survive for a long time. His cap survived being killed. Oh, yeah, no yeah, okay, yeah. Fair enough. Their their personal mortality rates very low. Very low. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, Way so... lower than Pietro's. Yeah. <laughs> oh. About hundred percent lower, actually. Too anyway. Too soon. Too soon. We're not there yet. It hasn't happened yet. What I know. That's, that's why I said it's too soon. 
right, we're uh, 35 minutes in this podcast episode, and we've gone four minutes in the movie. I was like, we have not gotten past the first scene. All right, all right. Uh, go ahead. Let's do this. So we get um, to uh, secret door. No, that's where yeah. I was going. <laughs> secret door. Secret yay. door. Yay! <laughs> I love his little yay because it's so. I'm not even gonna lie. This is what I, I would totally do. He's like uh, me. Uh, yeah. He goes, yep, please, let door. please let there be a secret door. Yay! <laughs> I, I've never identified with Tony Stark more than that moment. Oh, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but behind the secret door, he finds the scepter. And as he's staring at it, we get Wanda's introduction. Creepy witchy woman. Yeah, creepy <laughs> witchy woman who uh, screws with uh, Stark's mind. Yeah, the first of many mm-hmm. screwing up people. And we minds. get the Tony Stark vision of everybody dead. Or yeah. dying. Soon. Um, yeah, I like uh, the movements that they have her do, at least in the beginning part of this movie, where right. she looks like a creepy witch. I wish, even though she's not creepy anymore, she's actually one of my favorite characters in the entire MCU now. Oh, really? I, yeah, I love Scarlet Witch. <laughs> Um, I think that she could benefit from more creepiness in like her battle scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. she seems to have gotten more like her finger movements for her powers have seemed to uh been done away with the longer she's in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which there were also like some sad. things where she'd like, like she would do some spell sort of thing, and then she'd walk backwards out through the door and. Close right? the door with her magic or whatever. Magic, yeah, like all that power. stuff. Which, <laughs> but it's it's weird how that all changed just in the one movie. Like at the beginning of the movie, right now, she's doing a lot of that stuff. Later in the movie, no, it just that, that's all that all goes away. Yep. What we need more than anything is another crossover uh, movie. We need Doctor Strange teaching her how to use powers. Oh uh, yes. Like, I would love a Doctor Strange Scarlet Witch up. Uh, episode or movie hey, but I'm down to see more anyway. Cumberbatch. or episode now that we know um that they're going to do like mini series for Loki, Loki and Scarlet, Scarlet Wish. I'm so yeah, excited <laughs> so excited I mean that's that's just rumored right like because that could still no. fall through and... well, no it, that's, it, that's it, official I thought it wasn't official I'm it's pretty not, sure it's, it's like... a Disney Disney is the one that says they're Disney, doing it. Well, yeah. Disney, Disney has not announced it. It was a Variety report, Variety magazine. Um, but they're, I mean, it's in the talks. I'm sure they're talking about it, and I would be very happy. I'm, oh yeah, hell, definitely. I... <laughs> by the time this airs in, we're in a what a few weeks or a few months. We're recording so far ahead. By yeah, the time this airs, November. it might be confirmed, and we have a trailer for. Uh, one of mine and one of Alicia's favorite characters. I would be so happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I just I hate when people say something is confirmed yeah. and it's just a rumor and it just bothers me so much. Yeah. So I, re- I always have remember, to remember the Spider-Man Sony deal. If we say it enough online and on the internet, they'll make it real because they canceled the Spider-Man deal and then the, the leak happened and everyone got excited, so they made it real. <laughs> so okay yeah <laughs> so yep <laughs> all right that's true that's also what happened with deadpool right the uh the deadpool, trailer was yeah. <clears throat> quote unquote leaked yes. right or not trailer that scene oops yeah. oops mm-hmm. yeah so yeah so we're throwing our hat in there we want this to happen <laughs> i would be so happy <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah all right <clears throat> yeah uh so we get uh starts vision which is direct setup to Infinity War, which though I like it looking back, this whole movie is a setup to like the next six movies in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty much my big problem with this movie. Yeah, yeah, um, but it's a powerful scene and it does motivate Tony seeing all the Avengers die, and he doesn't, mm-hmm. which we know, as far as he knows right now on Titan. He might be the only one alive because he saw most of the Guardians and Peter. And the only uh, one left on the all. Titan with Tony is Nebula right now. Nebula, this weird blue chick who he's never met before. Right. 
<laughs> That'll get awkward. So in my mind, this actually didn't have anything to do relating to Infinity War. Like this was just yeah. like self-contained, like this part specifically. Right. Um, yeah, like as is. much as I wanted it to be about Infinity War, like looking at it just before Infinity War came out, thinking, oh, I wonder if there are any clues. Like, like no, this is all just Wanda putting, you know, his fear like right in front of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this fear, though, I think motivates to move it, him to move ahead in Ultron, and it motivates him to have the strong hit of the guilt in Civil War that destroys mm. their the relationship with Tony because he wants his team to be safe, and that's what he wants more than anything else. And I think it's this thought in his mind of the team potentially dying. I don't know that it connects to Civil War for this, but I can definitely say it does for Ultron. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So, before, just before this part, basically when mm-hmm. Stark walks into that room, mm-hmm. he's like walking around seeing all the creepy stuff because for some reason Hydra agents don't like having the lights on. Right. Um, one of the things that we see is basically an Ultron body. Like there's a robot right there and I like had to look at it for a while to like debate. Is that just an iron Legion bot that they stole? And I'm 90% certain it's not that like, I think this was just some robot that Hydra had. Well, they have been making the tech for their, for their agents or whatever you call it to fly around. And it would make sense that they're trying to get to where Tony Stark is. Yeah. Also, yeah, but um, this was definitely a self-contained bot. This, this wasn't like a suit. <coughs> it, it was is... like one of the drones that shows up later in the movie. Oh, mm-hmm. I was gonna say yeah, it's also exactly. possible that perhaps uh, it's one of the drones from Vanko because I assume Shield had to get a hold of the ones that uh, Vanko mo- made no. for Hammer. Well, no, those were those were like super big, like they were big and clunky and and looked but really different. they could different. have so th- they could have uh, back. Uh, Tech them. I don't know what the word is. Uh, reverse engineered them? Yeah, that one. <laughs> okay. I'm glad <laughs> I deciphered that. <laughs> um, um, yeah, we we also get the line later that when uh, Bruce and Tony are looking at Strucker's notes, that Strucker's working on AI. That's why mm-hmm. he's analyzing. No, that's yeah. what they theorize. Um, well, yeah, I mean, he, he we gotta take what they say as... Um, as gospel i mean it's the only facts that we have mm-hmm. so yeah if they're and, working on ai they're probably working on a body for the ai uh-huh. plus like 90 percent of the time when someone when a character and something says i think blah 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 that's probably it like yeah. unless they're proven wrong later that's yeah, that's usually it yeah it's a mystery or something but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. anyway I, I didn't want to make this a big old point to argue but like <laughs> in the next scene or two um i was going to bring this up again so i just wanted to make sure we we talked about that or pointed that one out, that little robot body. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, have, so, have we finished yeah. the big fight here? Yeah. Oh, um, Hawkeye gets shot. I already covered that. I don't know. <laughs> then yes. <laughs> um, I had, I had one little part I wanted to, mm-hmm. to point uh-huh. out Um, that, you know, I, I, like I see it every time, like seeing the big fight, but there was a scene where uh, Black Widow is talking like on the on the radio comms or whatever, and she's sitting down. She just like took out two guys and she turns around and just happens to see a Hydra guy right there, like shooting away from her. He didn't even notice her. Right. And mm-hmm. so as she's talking, she just like pulls out a pistol and shoots him twice. And that's it. And yeah. goes on with with the rest of the fight. But. <laughs> It, it's very much the the you know the assassin in her. It, I just thought that that like that scene is just walk by do 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 do. do. Oh, here I go murdering again. Woohoo! She doesn't seem woohoo about it, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, talking about uh, Natasha real quick. How long did it take to train the Hulk to do <laughs> morph with the lullaby? Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I yeah, I'm like... still. A lot of um, probably Iron Legions with screens for their faces got <coughs> torn apart by the Hulk, right? Or otherwise, oh my god! Seriously though, so 
Like, I, I yeah, just, and how many times did they have to convince Bruce to transform into the Hulk in order to get that to be a thing? Also, how did they start? Did they just start with Banner? Like, did they say, "All right, let's let's see if we can like convince Banner to calm down doing these tricks, and then let's see if they transfer over to the Hulk"? Could that have been yeah. something? It's possible. Yeah, I mean, this is another thing that is kind of ridiculous. I don't really buy it. But it has a great payoff in Ragnarok when they when you see Thor doing it over and over again to calm down Banner. <laughs> right. <laughs> Except he does it wrong, so. Well, yeah, but he never does it to the Hulk either. He only does it mm-hmm. to Banner. He doesn't understand how it works. <laughs> he tried to do. He tried to calm the Hulk. I'm, okay, I'm, I, he... I haven't watched that in a little bit. He he does try. Uh, I forget what stops him, but I oh I think because he calls him Banner. <laughs> yeah, that too. Oh, I think I think he calls the Hulk Banner, and then he you know the Hulk gets oh, all yeah. pissy about it. Right. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but uh, but he I mean for being just in the area and probably have never having tried to do it, he actually got pretty far with it, which is you know pretty commendable. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. And then we get the Avengers Age of Ultron thing. 46 minutes in, we got to the opening title. All right, let's go. This <laughs> <laughs> is going to be a long episode. All right. Very. It's going to be a very Can't long episode. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the bulk of my notes were for uh, were for just this opening Yeah, mine scene, too. So I, I, know. I think a lot of them were mine. All right, so okay. on to yeah, After the Battle on the Quinjet, where... <laughs> Uh, Banner is listening to opera music. What the hell? Calm down. He's it's calming him down. He's a very oh I I I, I I I understand that, but opera music that is I thought maybe like instrumental, but no. So yeah, I'm there. My guess, being knowing nothing about psychology, is there might be like some calm, like scientifically known calming effects of opera music. You know how they say like Mozart helps intelligence stuff like that so maybe it's just like this would calm him down dehogify him and right before he gets uh thor's um battle report <laughs> seriously thor has no tact <laughs> no tech at all no he's learning it slowly because everyone looks at him like he's an idiot and he changes it right <laughs> <laughs> Wimpers, uh-huh. things, uh, not dads. Uh, 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 yeah. This this was my alternative for the intro. It's just like the uh, where we review, rewatch, and report about the gates of hell filled with the screams of the wounded. <laughs> one minute, <laughs> one movie at a time. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> All right, but anyway, uh, we also get the half introduction of. Uh, Dr. Helen show when Tony mm-hmm. asks if she can set up in Bruce's lab, which yeah, he's like she knows Helen... her way around. So yeah, yeah. Helen's a pretty minor character, but her son is a major character in the comics. Um, she's like showed up in two issues of uh, Avengers, but her son Amadeus Cho, uh, is a scientist, super genius kid who eventually becomes a totally awesome Hulk. Which he takes the Hulk power from him. Maybe about the time this is coming out mm. on the show is the Hulk. Oh, all right, I yeah. didn't know that. So I'm surprised they didn't even mention that she had a son or something. Right. But yeah. is this the first time we've seen Doctor Cho in this yeah. movie? Because yeah. it's the first time I remember seeing. Yeah, so it's I'm just the first wasn't... time I okay. remember seeing her too. Okay. Yeah, I mean, she's she's a do we see her again? She's more of a plot point. No, she's. Well, I have a note about that at the end of the movie. Apparently, she is one of the many people working at the Shield base, right? Who they never mention again, right? I noticed that. <laughs> so, all right. Um, but, we also get mention of what they're now calling when they need the Hulk around, which is Code Green. Appropriate. Appropriate. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we also get mention of something called Veronica. Oh yes, we don't know about Veronica. No, we don't. But, but we know that we know that Bruce helped design her. Yes, and he's totally fine with that. Yep. 
All right. From there, we uh, end up back at the tower where uh, Dr. Helen Cho is working on Barton. And she goes, this will fix everything. Your girlfriend won't even notice the difference. And he goes, I don't have a girlfriend. And she goes, Mm -hmm. I can't help you there. (laughs) Yep. So she wants to help Thor, though. Yes, she does. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. (laughs) Um. Uh, when we get to the tower, we get a nice establishing shot going over Grand Central Station. And, Is that what that um, was? I like these. <laughs> yeah. That's just so much I know. Um, um, Grand Central Station, the top of it in the original Avengers movie was destroyed by one of the Leviathan things. So I like the detail that now it's a tribute to the firefighters and the cops yeah. who are there when they rebuilt it. Like, I like those little continuity things. It's something they definitely didn't even have to do in the movie. That's nice, but though. It makes the world a little more real. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so um, okay. Dr. Cho has her magic box. Yep. <laughs> but it's not super important right now. Mm-hmm. Um, no. But we uh, get Tony and Bruce analyzing the scepter. Mm-hmm. Uh where they discover that it looks like a, a brain. The the yeah. gym works like... seems to look and work like a brain, but they're getting code out of it. Are they getting that's what they say code out of it, or are they or are they reading like are they reading it and it's no, I guess they are getting code out of it. Tony says they're that picking up. Jarvis yeah, says. I was say, that's what they that's what they say. They say they're picking up something that looks like code. So is the since we we know spoilers, it's the mind stone right. inside of her. <laughs> is the mind stone a machine? Is it a computer? Well, I assume that they're all in some way technical, um, but maybe I mean at the same time. <laughs> This is probably the first time that Jarvis has ever scanned a system like this. So maybe he that's kind of what it thought. Like, oh, this seems like it's code because that's what code is. It's an, it's it's instructions to do this and this and this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just if it's an artificial intelligence, then it's Much more thinking things differently. Theory. And, I, don't, I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have a theory um, that. You know how I'm not stating this for Loki's magic, but most every other thing that Midgard considers magic uh, could potentially just be a very, very advanced uh, technology that they're not understanding. So is science. Yes. We don't understand yet. (laughs) (laughs) If you could see the look on my face right now, I was like, oh, I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's true. Um... (laughs) It would make sense yeah. for the Infinity Gems if they're really just a big, um, big com- technology thing—a computer. Even mm-hmm. then, it makes me wonder about the other ones. Yeah, um, that's something we don't know if it's unique to the Mind Stone because it's a mind, right? Or if all six of the Infinity Stones have this type of sentience. But yeah, um. <laughs> I think we skipped over. Uh, we get a quick rundown of uh, Maria Hill's um, like dossier on Pietro and Wanda. I keep forgetting that she works there. I feel like she yeah. should be shield, not working for Tony Stark, but I, I remember that. She... Well, she's working with both. Yeah. <laughs> Which is evident <laughs> later. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I like uh, Cap's interaction with her. It's just like... Um, yeah, what kind of person would uh, would what kind of monster would let the German scientists experiment on them to protect the country? Oh wait, you already <laughs> see that. Yeah. Oh wait. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Um, you already see Cap identifying with Juan and Pietro, which is perfect. That later he's going to be the one who brings them in right. to the Avengers side of things. Mm-hmm. We can go back to uh, Bruce and Tony. I didn't have terribly much more on Bruce and Tony besides the fact that they try to implement, they try to decrypt it to uh, make Ultron. Yeah. Uh, we get his quote that's repeated a few times, mostly by Ultron, peace in our time. Mm-hmm. 
do either of you guys know where the co- quote's from? Nope. Uh-uh, I figured it no. came from somewhere, but in, nope. Yeah. In uh, 1938, about a year before World War II, uh, the Prime Minister of Britain uh, made a big speech. Call, um, and the major line of it was, peace in our time. The speech was because he had just signed a pact with Hitler, giving Hitler parts of Czechoslovakia to stop a war from happening. Mm. So it was Neville Chamberlain is known as the person who started World War II, other than Hitler. He's the one who allowed Hitler to start World War II. I see. So, yeah. Hmm. So it's the fact that Tony's saying this is like, well, this seems like a great idea. Now this is perfect. Nothing bad is going to happen, but it's going to start the greatest disaster in mankind. Well, it almost did. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you think Tony would know that? You would think, but no, I think he's more of a technological person than a historical person <laughs> even though he does i mean he he definitely knows these these things um there's something he mentions later in the movie i think uh we'll talk about this next week um i forgot what the line was anyway i'll probably bring it up then um <laughs> but he he actually has like this really good working knowledge of historical things like it just keeps bringing being brought up mm-hmm. okay in different uh, lines and things so i, I think maybe he does he, he, I think he does know the, the reason behind it, or at a minimum, you know, he, he knows some parts of it, maybe not all of it. <laughs> yeah, like he's heard the line and like, oh, that sounds good, but he might not know the context of it. Yeah. Uh-huh. I get so, it. Since we're, yeah. <laughs> so since we're talking about these two right here. Um, Science bros. Yeah, exactly. So at the end of this, basically, this, so they said that they're spending, what, three days working on, on this, yeah. on, on trying mm-hmm. to pull the artificial intelligence out of that and, and be able to use it. Um, so at the end of it, um, and this is kind of the thing that I had, I was saying like that I didn't really like, but it was this part that actually made me realize what happened. So uh, they get to the end of those three days and they're like, all right, fine, we're just going to go to that party and hang out and have fun and i guess we just wasted three days but uh as they're walking out jarvis says i'll continue to run variations on the interface so it's just still trying to connect which means that they just spent three days so on on the interface that means they're connecting to it they spent three days just trying to connect to the mindstone like they didn't build anything so i mean uh jarvis says it himself it's alien they don't know what's (laughs) work will work and what won't exactly so when you know when i said earlier or like the first time i saw this or even the first few times that i saw the movie when i felt like it was a a waste because they built the bad guy they didn't build the bad guy they just let it out of pandora's box essentially they woke it up there and they just kind of stumbled across (laughs) yeah exactly and i'm much more okay with that concept that is a lot better for me yeah they didn't mean to wake it up (laughs) they were just trying to see yeah they're there's an argument against that because we know Ultron isn't wholly the Mind Stone. Because if it was just the Mind Stone, Vision would be just as evil. That is true, but I was going to bring something up about that later when Vision shows up. Okay, um, yeah, we can hold on. Although, okay, yeah. Although, I, I just kind of throwing this out here um, since we're like as part of it. Um, uh, I mean, part of it is also probably part of hydra messing with things and they had considerably more time to try and work on it so mm-hmm. um that probably didn't help things um as far as you know evilness of ultron also what's the most evil thing on the planet the internet and ultron is connected oh. to the internet right away and vision is not that is true so that i was gonna go be. with mosquitoes but that works too excuse number two uh, i'll give mosquitoes <laughs> number two Okay. But All right. <laughs> it's okay. We've got Black Widow and a Spider-Man in this universe, so we're safe from the. Mosquitoes. Thank God. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> um, actually, th- so this is something else I, I kind of wanted to bring up as as far as Ultron existing. Mm-hmm. Where did Ultron come from? Right. What do you mean? Because the the reason I say this is because well, um, Stark and Banner they just spent three days just trying to interface with this, just connect to this AI that already exists in the right. scepter. Is it the Mind Stone? Is it something else? 
connected to the mind stone? Is it actually just being powered by the mind stone and the AI is uh, something else? Maybe that was that AI was created by Hydra that actually has nothing to do with the mind stone. And maybe it like just kind of is using it for like as the computer to run the AI stuff. Maybe, maybe. that's what happened. I, I think... I mean, this is a working theory because I've just thought of this. Maybe mm-hmm. it's part of the Mind Stone's power is to give things sentience. Because Ultron doesn't have the Mind Stone in his head. Um, so he doesn't need it. I think they, as soon as it connected correctly to the Mind Stone, it gave this program they already designed sentience. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I mean. I can yeah. work with that. That fits. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what's uh, what is Jarvis? If he's not sentient, he is pretty oh, yeah, damn he close. <laughs> damn close. Um, it's like super yeah. serious. <laughs> well, that's what he. That's actually like exactly what Stark said. Like when, um, when he first created Jarvis, it was just a. I forgot the phrase he used. It was just a conversational AI. It's a bot, right? Siri, yeah. Alexa, Cortana, like yeah. all of those. Um, and then. It like now it runs ninety percent of the business or something mm-hmm. Stark Industries. So, like, yeah, it's it's pretty damn sentient at this point. Like, as far as an AI goes, yeah. <laughs> All right, interesting. <laughs> so uh, we get after the interface, we get we do get Eltron that wakes up, and uh, he goes locks Jarvis out of things, and then attacks mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Uh, when I watched this movie with my mom, she was distraught. Well, not distraught. She wasn't crying, but she was. Free- I was she distraught. Was, she was like really <laughs> scared and surprised that they killed Jarvis. <laughs> I was. I was upset. I was like, "No, bring Jarvis back." I still want them to bring Jarvis back. I mean, he yeah, kind like- of is. the The actor's still around. No, <laughs> not the same. No, <laughs> not the same. <laughs> But did did it calm your mom down to know or to at least hear James Spader voicing Ultron? Probably not. I don't remember. Oh, but <laughs> so um... I, since this movie has come out, I've started watching The Blacklist, which mm-hmm. uh, I could take it or leave it sometimes. But I love James Spader as an actor in that, and I'm just oh, so, so glad that he voices Ultron because it's just it's he does such a great job, and I oh god, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like his voice in this. Um, Ultron personality, I have problems with. But really, we'll that oh, one. I love it! I love his personality in this movie. He's a robot. He should be cold and calculating, not forgetting the word for children. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. The entire movie, they're showing that he's not really robot. He he's like has emotions. Like the entire movie, you keep seeing that in different spots. Mm-hmm. Like you're okay. you're assuming that he's um a terminator. Yeah, exactly. And and that's not what he is. Yeah, I mean I I can understand that. The part of sentience is not being correct 100% of the time. Otherwise you're mm-hmm. just a program. Yeah. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll reserve judgment. Maybe I'll watch this again before we record next week. Probably not, but maybe. Okay. <laughs> All right. So is it party time? <laughs> Alright. On to the party. Yes. On to the party. Hey guys, Tony from the Future here, interrupting Tony, Al, and Alicia from the past. We decided to split this episode into two parts because we just spent way too long on it. So instead of giving you one two hour episode of the MC Rewind, we decided to give you two one hour episodes. So please check us out on Wednesday when we finish up part one of Age of Ultron. Until then, please make sure to follow us at MCU underscore rewind on Twitter. Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And uh, please give us a five-star review on iTunes. For the Marvel Cinematic Universe, this is Tony Camarena signing off. Have a marvelous day.